All right, guys, let's get this thing rolling. Cheers to Monday morning. Jonathan Cheers. Thomas, Marshall, there it is. Norris, as in Chuck. Cheers. <laughs> Jonathan is enjoying a beer. Uh, Marshall and I are both, uh, I don't know, but I'm, I had a, an exciting weekend. So, I'm, so did I'm, I. Are you, are you, are you still so you're just hydrating? And, yeah. Yeah. At least until noon. Today I have the day off. Oh, and I don't care that it's early. It's time, it's time for a beer. So. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, well, the first time I met you was at a brewery. Right? That's right. So it yeah. just, just it, it ha- we have to continue this. Every time we see each other, it has to be. I think that's a good idea. In the presence of I, I beer. Lo- I, like I like that. that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, Marshall, we've got his music playing right now. Love over it. Jonathan Thomas and the Little Room Band. Uh, little Room Band on Spotify. Little Room Band. Yep. The Little Room Band? The Little Room Band. Sometimes okay. it's Jonathan Thomas and okay. the Little Room Band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you search Little Room Band, you'll find us. And you will enjoy And it's us. worth searching. <laughs> them. I say, oh, absolutely. That. For sure. Uh, dude, been a big fan of yours ever since I met you. Um, we met at the... The now-closed Helio Basin. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They did some pretty cool uh, little music events there, and I met you at one of those. So Yeah, I think we, uh, were, we were playing with Fayuka. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, J-Rob, yeah. was that when J-Rob the Chief, uh, he did a, uh, the rapper guy from Discover Phoenix, or I can't yes, remember. Yes, you're AJ right. Races. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all coming back now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I only remember because I took photos and videos, and every once in a while I'll scrub. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. oh, yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, but no, man, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this absolutely. And, and as Marshall and I, almost this podcast is us introducing each other to musicians, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because, you know, uh, introduce him to Hourglass Cats. He introduced me to, you know, Emily Whitehurst and her music. And it, we just keep going back and forth. That's awesome. So, That's great. Um, beer so and music. I mean, and what? beer and music. That's Absolutely. Just, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then selfishly, we get to hang out with him and right. listen to him play. Well, why not do this unless a little bit selfishly, right? right? For sure. <laughs> well, we love it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> self-serving for yeah. sure. It is. Absolutely. And, yeah. and we're excited to hear you guys play here in a little bit. But, yeah. uh, but first, uh, let's. I want to hear about you because uh, I met you, like I said, at Helio Basin. Uh, we just connected. I loved your music, number one, and then we just connected, you know, on a on a personal level. Uh, but uh, are you from Arizona originally? Yeah, born and okay. raised. Um, right. Grew up in Kingman. Oh no. Um, so that's we we actually was born in Phoenix, then, but Kingman's where I grew up. Um, Jeff, who's going to be playing uh, banjo. Uh, today and then our drummer who was who's not here but they both we all went to high school together okay and, oh, cool. and so that's yeah. we've been playing music together since then so in kingman yeah, yeah yeah and then i came out here for for college and and you know it's amazing that the three of us still we still stay in touch we still play music together yeah. that doesn't really happen very often yeah and you um, want to probably right right exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly most people you run into from high school you're like oh Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> see no. high school people in the grocery right. store. No, yeah. this but this yeah. is different. These two guys, um, I owe so much to them because they've they've followed me through so many things, and um, every time we have something like this, they're like, "Yeah, we'll be there." And like, it's just it's amazing. But yeah, uh, so we've been playing music for a long time. Yeah, yeah. How was it growing up in Kingman? Like, what is it? Oh, I've been up there for. Well, I went to, was it, Copper or College Street Brewery? College Street Brewery. Oh, it's been it's been a while since I have a few. Rickety Crickets in Kingman. Yeah, okay. uh, and uh, yeah, Blackbridge. Yeah, Blackbridge yeah, is in okay. Kingman that's as well. Right. Yeah. Um, growing up in Kingman, there was two things to do: um, either music or drugs. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> or both. Yeah. Or both. I see those two um, going together very well. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, 
but what's interesting there about Kingdoms, there was really nowhere to play or do shows. Um, so we did a lot of house shows. Okay. So we'd be set up in some somebody's kitchen, um, somebody's living room, their their back porch. Every once in a while, a church would uh, let us play until some punks from Lake Havasu would come and kick holes in the wall, and then we couldn't play there anymore. <laughs> um, and so the scene was, was fun. I mean, it was yeah. cool because it was like we built the scene. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, we're going around begging to play at a place. It was like we just came and everybody knew each other and we all like just this big community yeah um and a lot of the bands we played with were like punk bands okay Um, punk bands metal bands screamo bands and then we were the acoustic setup that like you know either opened or or whatever the case but but people liked it and it it fit for whatever reason so we've always kind of had like a punk edge because of that and it was funny because we used to like um Whenever we, you know, they had these mo- these kids that would like mosh and, and everything, but when we are set, they would all sit on the floor cross-legged. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> and it was just like this tradition that started that was like just really fun and cool, and I yeah. kinda, I kind of missed those days. It was it was really cool. So, so yeah. in playing the style of music that you play still mm-hmm. today, playing yeah. original stuff, covers, both. Yeah. So when we started out playing, there was always the f- the folk and bluegrass in it, but we were kind of doing all kinds of stuff because we were just high school kids. We didn't know what yeah. we were doing. So, <laughs> you know, we mix all kinds of stuff in there, but it was always kind of like a classic feel, whatever we did, but, um, but mostly sticking to that folk and, and bluegrass style. And, and we've, and finally kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, that's the thing that we need to focus. I'm, I'm focusing on too many genres all at once and sure. trying to make it, we need to like pick our lane and, and folk and, and bluegrass was was it for sure for me because um, I just love it yeah. so much. So, yeah. and would, and what's nice about it is you can kind of incorporate a little bit of that other like punk rock into it, and yeah. and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. So back up just a little. What when did you start playing? What what was it that were your parents musicians? Did, so yeah, my well my my dad plays piano, and he was like a prodigy. He was one of those at like four years old would okay. like teach his piano like or trick his t- piano teachers into thinking that he was actually reading the music but really he was playing it by ear and they'd uh, smack his hand when they realized it and made him do it again <laughs> you know um he's just he's amazing but i grew up in church listening to him play okay um he was a church planner and we'd go from church to church and and he would always play in the band and lead the band on piano and he, and he has that like old school honky tonk piano style yeah. um, and a lot of the places that the churches that you would play at would be these like rural cowboy towns mm-hmm. and so the other musicians that would come in would be people with violins and mandolins and Ooh, nice. um, playing the like classic like gospel like you know I'll fly away and I see the light or you know I saw the yeah. light like those sorts of things so that's kind of what like I think where it, it started from okay um, and, and that's where you kind of got that bluegrassy influence. Exactly. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's always been kind of unique in there. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so it started from from church gospel, and it's kind of kind of went from there. And and then I finally picked up a guitar like middle school. Um, I was really into emo music at the time, and there was that trend of like acoustic emo music, mm-hmm. and uh. so like like the early November and bands like that that I started to kind of copy and um, to just to start writing music. And then there was a show once, it was a house show, and the band that was supposed to open was this acoustic opener, and they, for whatever reason, flaked out. And so my friend was like, hey, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I booked it home as fast as I could, grabbed my guitar, came back, and like, it was probably the worst set ever. But did like two songs, and like, from there, it was like, I was hooked. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, from then on, I was like, I got to do this. This is, this is too much fun. So. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, I like that you could pick out the moment. Like, that was yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, this <laughs> yeah. is it. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 
for sure. Quick, uh, quick side note. Yeah. What's the uh, like music store situation, like instrument stores in Kingman like? <laughs> when I was growing up, there was one music store, and then there was a Hastings. I don't know if you remember Hastings, but remember. Hastings was like a Zia Records kind of. Yeah. They had some, but there was one music store. But the thing about Kingman is like everything always like opened and closed. Like so, the music store would be open for a little bit, and then it would shut down, and then a new music store would rise up in the same place, and you're like, the last three music stores didn't make it in this yeah. spot. Is it really a good idea to do it again? <laughs> but that's the way Kingman was. So it's just, so it was always like hit or miss with with that kind of thing. I mean, the music scene, like I said, was there wasn't one, so we just had to create our own. Yeah. Um, so that was a good question, Marshall. I like it. Well, you don't even think about well, that. Well, access to <laughs> you know access to instruments and yeah. like or you break your strings. Like yeah. right. you have to drive to. Havasu or Wagstaff to find a place to yeah. Luckily, there was usually one, at least one place in town that you could go to. Like Amazon was the <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Next day, your strings over or whatever. Right. So yeah. string breaks for me, I quit. I'm done. Right. Another this two like, years well, before I picked that. Shows canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what brought you to, to? I know you said school brought you, college brought you to Phoenix. Yep. Like, what were you pursuing? Uh, I guess at the, the same time. So I, I decided to, to start school. I didn't know really what I wanted to do yet. Um, wanted to do something in the vein of, of music. Um, so I went to ACU. I, I minored in music. Um, and I was playing at churches and, like, also trying to make this, the scene happen. But, but then there's, there's life and a wife and, and all those sorts of things. And so music kind of became, like, I need to find something that's like a – I'm actually going to be able to pay the bills with first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and right. so uh, I ended up go- going and getting my master's in, in counseling and going into that field. Um, and at first it felt like, oh, wow, like now like I, I've given up on it, right? Sure. But actually what it, it really did was it gave me the opportunity to do it more because now I'm not yeah. worrying about like other things. Like now I have the, the means to actually pursue what I want to do For sure. more. Yeah. Um, be able to be more creative and, and not have to worry about all that. And so... So it, so even though maybe as a as a kid I kind of romanticized the whole thing of like you know going on tour and being famous yeah. and all that stuff, um, and then as I've gotten older it's become this thing that's like well it's the thing that keeps me sane, yeah yeah um, sure, <laughs> and and I do it for for me and if if other people like it yeah. that's that's great yeah. like that's that's awesome you know and and I I appreciate that, but it it starts it has to start here. So that's it's it's meaningful and and um, and I'm really giving like a part of myself to those people. So if they get something from it, like that's just a bonus. Yeah. So, yeah. Heck yeah, man. I I mean, when you do that also like it, I've, you know, going from a a career that I didn't like to like wanting to make the leap into this, you know, reading certain things. And it's like, you know what? Keeping that job or having that job actually makes you dangerous for that thing that you're, you know, because it it does it doesn't. You're not desperate. You're not like, right. I, I guess yeah. I'll do this because I got to pay the bills. It's like, hey, this is paying the bills. Now I can do this the way that I want to do it. Yeah, and I've seen so many of those those guys that, like, once it becomes the job, it's not, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> sure. And I have yeah. to say, like, we're still having fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's working. Yeah. You know? so. Well, what is, I guess that kind of leads to, like, what is the, uh, the, the big picture look like for you? That's an excellent question. <laughs> I wish I had an answer for you. It's been something that's been mulling around in my brain for a while because I don't, I don't know. I think for a long time I had an idea of what it looked like. Yeah. And then COVID came, turned all our lives upside down. Sure. Um, and we all kind of had to start from scratch again. And I feel yeah. like we're just now, now we're coming out of it. It's almost like I'm starting at square one again. Like we worked really hard to network and kind of get to where we were. Yeah. And then 
when COVID came, it pulled all of that away. And now we're back to like, okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. So it's, that's a very apt question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very appropriate because that's, I think that's one of the things I'm still trying to figure out sure. at this point. Yeah. So, you know, we're playing and, and, and doing our thing and just kind of seeing where, where it goes. Anytime that I've, I've stepped back and just gone, you know what? Stop trying to control it so much and just see what happens. That's usually when things start to happen. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, and so that's, that's, I think that's what I'm going to do. Just yeah. kind of sit back and have fun and see, see where it goes. I like so. it, man. I like it. Well, I, I, I guess I kind of jumped ahead too, a little too fast. Uh, <laughs> I guess before COVID, like, tell us a little bit about like the path you were like, you know, you were you were at ASU. You said um, ACU is where I started. ACU, small okay. small Christian college. Okay. Um, then I went to Grand Canyon, um, and so you're kind of asking about like kind of where yeah, we yeah, where, yeah, where we got music kind of follow this path along with you. Yeah. Um, so for me, music has always been just a way for me to process my own stuff okay um get through my own things and and a lot of that comes out in the in the songs and my talent isn't necessarily the the guitar playing or um, even this the singing i feel like my talent came in putting songs together telling stories that my very talented friends could come along <laughs> and back me up hey, um yeah. and so i don't even know what it's kind of always been like i don't know where we're going with yeah. this um but let's try to get as many gigs as possible. Um, we got some really, you know, lucky things to happen where people agreed to record our album and yeah. uh, start playing around town. And it always has been, if I, if I have to be honest, looking back, it's always been kind of like, I don't know what, where we're going. I don't sure. know what, what we're doing. I don't know what the, <laughs> the end goal is other than we got this gig this weekend. Let's just make it yeah. the best gig we can. Right. And then just kind of going from there. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong. With that. <laughs> I, I dig it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, should we hear some music? Should we? Yeah. One more question. Before oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm sure. curious. Uh, I'm just so anxious to hear his music. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, but I, I've been trying to ask all the artists that come on on the show. Um, what's your songwriting style like? Yeah. I mean, do you have? Do you write lyrics first? Do you have a melody first? Do you have some sort of riff that you'd like to follow along? Most of the time, it starts with the lyrics. And what I've found is, like, anytime I try to sit down and, like, I'm going to sit down and write a song, it just doesn't doesn't happen. It always comes to you in, like, the weirdest times, like when you're stuck in traffic and you can't write anything down. Yeah. You know, like, there's so many times where I've thought of a song while I'm driving and I have to, like, you know, voice record it really quick. Um, but a lot of it is just, like I kind of mentioned before, a lot of it's, like, dealing with my own stuff. You know, I just, I, my own, like, existential crises I have like you know I have six of those a day probably you probably <laughs> knocked that out before lunch and so it's just been my way of like kind of dealing with all that stuff and, and thinking through those things and you know like the quest, like even the questions you're asking of like what's next a lot of that stuff is like that's where what comes out yeah. in the songs is just me dealing with those own like my own like existential crises and and what does this all mean and where is it supposed to go and yeah. that's usually how the songs come about so I think the reason why I like folk and bluegrass so much is because it has a lot of that kind of built into it. Um, there's all these these stories in songs about hobos who hop the trains and they don't know where they're going, and then they try to settle down and and they can't, and because they're just they're they're set on that life of wandering. And so you'll hear a lot of in our songs these this concept of wandering and rambling. And to me, it's not the literal wandering and rambling. It's, it's my own propensity to, like, wander away from 
whatever path I'm on and then having to find my way back. Out of curiosity? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just like, or just, you know, out of just life, you know, just like distractions. Like I'm set on this way and something comes up and I get distracted. So now I'm going back this way. And it's like that old hymn that goes prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. That growing up hearing that was always really like striking to me. Yeah. Because there's always this like battle that goes on inside of like, this is the path I'm supposed to go down. This is the thing I'm supposed to do. And then life just kind of brings you this way and yeah. you have to wander back. And so that's where bluegrass came in. So a lot of the songwriting gets kind of funneled through that perception and through those themes. It just, yeah. for whatever reason, just always kind of tends to come right. back to that. Um, and so, so for me, I'll, I'm usually thinking about something that I'm going through or, or dealing with. And then the lyrics just kind of, pop up and then that's that's the song yeah yeah. and um and i kind of go back to something that hank williams said where he said if you can't write it in five minutes just throw it in the trash Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of how i've always like done it is like if it doesn't come to me right away on to the next next thing and all the songs that i've really loved and i feel like people have resonated with are those ones that just came out in one sitting Um, and so that's usually what the process looks like so i don't sit down and like try to make it happen i just when it comes it comes and just go from there. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like the like you were you were comparing it to the bluegrass you know style and and you know different elements, but like that type of music just in general, mm-hmm. like it was just played right yeah. just for joy. Like it Absolutely. wasn't like you know it wasn't like these guys in you know northern West Virginia were like, hey, we're gonna go tour northeastern Ohio, <laughs> hit up Pittsburgh, <laughs> right. you know. Uh, no, they just played. You know, they just played it just for that was just yeah. I mean, so, the biggest thing that's brought me joy in any of this has been playing music with my friends uh, that's just yeah. been and anytime it's 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 not me playing music with my friends it never feels the same so if yeah. it's just me up there i'm like yeah that was a good show but i didn't really have as much fun yeah when it's me and my friends that's i think that's where like i try to chase that that feeling that comes from that a lot and i think bluegrass is all about bluegrass is all about community and family and connecting with people in music yeah so playing bluegrass by yourself isn't you know doesn't fit that right um and so there's definitely a big a big part of that for sure. All right, well you got two friends here. We should That's get right. them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Let's make uh, some music with your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so how do people find you? So we we said the Little Room Band on Spotify. Uh, yep. How else can people discover you guys? Um, Instagram, the Little Room Band, PHX. Um, that's where we post like everything. We're also on on Facebook. We'll post where our, our shows will be. Yeah. But um, yeah, look up the Little Room Band on anywhere you listen to your music digitally and. Um, got a few albums and then youtube we got some music videos up on there too so if you if you're into folk and bluegrass yeah, yeah check us out was it amarillo is the one where you guys are outside of the vehicle yeah we did a video that? for that my I brother like actually one. shot that did video really? for us yeah Dude, that's a really yeah. cool video. Like <laughs> that was a lot of fun you're gonna play amarillo too today? if you want it if you want that's on the list heck yeah all right <laughs> sounds all right, man, good let's do it appreciate <laughs> you man thanks. yeah thanks for being here thank you all right this first song i always preface by saying we have nothing against the great state of texas but there is uh, one town there that no matter how many times I've been through there, something bad always happens. And what kind of self-respecting folk band would, would we be without a song about a place we hate? So that's, uh, that's this song. It goes like this. Oh, I'm trying to keep myself sane But these demons keep causing me pain And if these demons should cause me woe, 
He's promised me he won't send me back to Amarillo. Don't send me back, cause I won't go. The place has brought me nothing but sorrow. Don't send me back, I cannot go. Please promise me you won't send me back to Amarillo. This next one uh, is called uh, Wandering Ways. We uh, had a friend once who we were playing, and he shouted out, play the one about rambling, which doesn't really narrow it down very much. He was just being kind of snarky, which was funny, because we sing a lot of songs about wandering and rambling. So uh, that's where this song came from. It's not necessarily an answer, but a response to that. So it goes like this. Well, I can't quit my wandering ways. I've been rambling.
This next one's called Only Nine, and it goes like this.
jumped out of bed and I looked all around, but there was nobody to be found. That's when I knew she hopped on 99 and I began to cry. We're singing hold 99, won't you come down the line, come down the line, come down the line. Hold 99, won't you come down the line and bring my baby back to me. Hoping they brought my baby back But I turn away and leave as lonesome as can be Cause that train never brings it back to me We're singing old 99 Won't you come down the line Come down the line Come down the line Old 99 Won't you come down the line And bring my baby back to me
of a devil I can be. Two, three.